2: Well, excuse the noise in the background. Do we have this giant snow globe here in the corner of the studio? I would say it's a huge snowman in a Christmas ball about the size of Godzilla.
3: Right, so it sounds like we're yeah. in like some kind of washing machine or something like that, but it's really adorable and quite worth it. Maybe it'll improve our sound. Uh, maybe it
2: will too. Welcome to Rob and Joss On Demand, a collection of our favorite moments of the week from Kixie 96.5 in snowy San Diego.
3: Oh, yeah, this week I started a new hobby and I. Maybe way in over my head. We'll have that story. There's like seven thousand pieces to this hobby, and then some light electrical work.
2: You are foolish. I know. We've got the story of how I threw somebody's chair into a river, and he calls me foolish. Wait till you hear the story.
3: Our outtakes at the end,
2: and we'll start with how you are a wet blanket. You are a killjoy.
3: I am. I admit it. I am not offended that you called me that. We'll start with that story right now.
2: So for her birthday, no surprise party. For her anniversary, no surprise party. I'm guessing, too, if you won Powerball, you wouldn't like that surprise either.
3: No, see, that's different. Okay. Okay. Explain. So we're Rob and Joss, and I don't like surprises, and I thought it was very weird for not liking surprises, but I'm not the only one. No. You are not. I like to know what's going on, and at what time, and how I need to dress. I cannot stand it. I can't properly prepare for it when we do surprises. Friday was my birthday. So the plan was, and this is what we did, we wrapped up uh, work here, and we went to Arizona to see my parents. And I started to get paranoid on the car ride that there was some kind of surprise being arranged. Now, what the plan was to get to my parents' house, they live in a retirement community, and we were gonna go have a drink with their neighbors at a gathering on Friday night at their recreation center. It was actually a vet's day gathering. It's
2: six hours away, and for the first 20 minutes of the ride on eight, she has her arms crossed and her lips are pursed, and she's really expecting that surprise party.
3: Well, I started maybe reading too much into things. A friend of mine texted and she's like, hey, how's Arizona? Are you going to do something incredible for your birthday? And I was like, I never told her that we were going to be in Arizona. Another friend was booking a flight reservation to come see us here in San Diego for the end of January. I'm like, she's just trying to throw me off. Another couple of friends were like, oh, we'll be in Sedona that weekend. I'm like, no, they won't be. There's no Veterans Day party. It's a regular party. And nobody listens to me that I don't like surprises and all these people are going to show up tonight at a party. Wow, do I think a lot of myself.
2: <laughs> oh, this is some kind of summit or something. All the all the world leaders are coming here to wish you happy birthday.
3: I'm like, please, no, no. So I started to like squirm uncomfortably. I was getting cranky. I'm getting upset. And we go to my parents' house in Arizona. And we go to their recreation center. Nothing Nothing. happened. Nothing, nothing, nothing. We open the doors and I have never been so happy to see a hundred perfect strangers in my life. None of them having any idea it was my birthday, let alone who I even was.
2: Well, you think they're going to put up their canes and give you the cane of honor walk or something? (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because again, it is a retirement community. So Rob, thank you so much, husband. For doing nothing. For doing nothing. Uh, You
2: picked the right guy. It has been surprisingly cold in San Diego County. Still a little bit of mud left over from last week's rains as well.
3: Mm -hmm. Well, you don't need to tell Sparkles about that. (laughs) Why is that? Producer Sparkles, you've been cleaning up for
0: days. What happened? My dog Hazel got in the house because it's too cold and too muddy and she got mud Everywhere the kitchen, the living room, my bedspread. It's terrible. I'm still cleaning it up. That
2: must have been a shock when you walk into your bedroom and the bedspread and all the mud on your bed. What is that?
0: Seriously, I was like on the verge of tears because I didn't know how to react. Like, oh, so I have two jobs, right? And so I'm here and then I go home to feed my animals and go back to my other job. And so, in between those you know oh my god I've been having to clean up you have
2: plenty of time for that (laughs) right yeah Yeah. (laughs) in
0: between two jobs she's cleaning up dog mud
2: looking forward to it
3: so this would be one of the biggest messes that your pet ever made and you have got a few dogs but Hazel was the bad one yeah well Sparkles Rob may even have a story to top yours maybe it'll make you feel a little bit better what happened with you Rob?
2: I had a housewarming party one time, and oh. had a barbecue outside, and I had a German shepherd named Dave, and everybody decided that if they didn't want to finish their hamburgers and their food and their uh, potato salad, they'll just give it to Dave. Oh, poor Dave, no. And I didn't know about this oh. at all, so we cleaned up everything and went to bed, and the next morning I got up, the dog got sick, there was carpet bombs,
4: and oh, et no.
2: like 12 of them All over the carpet. So I looked at it and I just shut the door and went back to bed.
0: He didn't want to face it. No, yeah. I,
3: just,
2: uh, I looked at it, closed the door, and just went back. Yeah.
3: Happy housewarming! Yes. <laughs> Thanks, friends. You can share your story too. Big old pet messes make Robin Sparkles feel better at 888-560-9650. <laughs> pet
2: messes has happened to all of us with Sparkles. I guess Hazel the dog was all muddy. I had a dog named Dave who um, ate too much uh, people food. Yes, and then left little landmines all over the carpet.
3: Kixy ninety six point five. <laughs> We're Rob and Joss You can join us Share your story At 888-560-9650 And this was actually For you It was a neighbor's dog And you walked into A red surprise I think I was coming home From work that day And all of a sudden This beautiful German Shepherd Comes
5: running down the street So I kind of caught the dog And I was walking around And finally found Another neighbor who said Oh I think it lives In the White House It's almost to the top Of the hill And I get up to the side Of the house Where the front front door was. And the front door was like a jar. And I thought, oh, geez, I don't know. You know, so I kind of called out, hello, is anybody home? Hello. And I could see like these red spots on the carpet. And I thought, oh, my God, something bad might have happened here. So I went across the street and got one of the other neighbors who I did know. And he was home from work. And I said, hey, can you come over and help me check this out? Because I don't know what's going on. So he went over there. All of a sudden, he looks over and right at the edge of the couch, he goes, Oh, I know what it is. And he picks up a tube of chewed up lipstick. (laughs) And it was like, uh (laughs) uh-oh, somebody's going to be in trouble. So we closed the door, and I thought, I hope that the other neighbor who said they thought that dog lived there actually lived there because we left this dog in this person's
2: house. And it was just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> you practical joker neighbor, you. Yeah,
3: that's you know. right. oh. Yeah, I know, right?
2: What will she leave there next time? Yeah.
3: Oh, it's the old German shepherd lipstick trick. Oh, it's a knee slapper. <laughs> pet
2: messes, usually your dog does it.
3: Kixie 96.5. Things have gotten very, very strange. Steve is in Lakeside. And Steve, it was you had a pet raccoon?
6: Yes, I did. In high school.
2: What, what was your pet raccoon's name?
6: Uh, it was actually called Rascal. Okay. Well, of course. Just because he was a rascal. Yeah.
3: Did you get him from someone, or did you just let him into yeah. the house? Yeah. the raccoon <laughs> store. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah.
6: yeah. Some lady had a wildlife rescue or something like that out, and she had a bunch of babies, and we went out and that one.
3: What kind of mess or what kind of disaster did Rascal the raccoon make? Between taking
6: the roast off the, ca- off the countertop, he used to like to take my mom's curlers out when she was laying on the couch, pull them out of her hair. <laughs>
2: I gotta get a picture of this. Your mother's laying on the couch, and there's a raccoon taking the curlers out of her hair. This sounds like some kind of drug
3: oh, yeah. trip, man. <laughs> and and you could take the raccoon on walks down the street. Oh yeah,
6: I used to, I used to put it on a leash. I used to get uh go down to the hamburger drive-in and get some ice cream, soft serve ice cream.
3: Um, did you keep this raccoon for like till he died? No, we
6: gave it to a friend because it got too big. It was about fifty pounds when we got rid of it. And he had it, he had a uh, place at his at his house to take it what are you feeding that sucker it's
3: like the size of a oh, toddler well,
2: there I, goes that guy walking his raccoon, raccoon. again Yeah,
3: there he oh, goes yeah. <laughs> okay would you oh, yeah. do you do you have regular pets now no. Oh yeah, I got, I got four dogs.
2: I yeah. say, Rascal ate them.
3: Yeah, Rascal took yeah. care <laughs> yeah. of them too. <laughs> oh
6: my. Well, it was funny. My, my parents had a um, collie cocker spaniel, and the raccoon would go up to it. And this dog was so mellow; he'd go up and grab the hair underneath the, the chin, and the dog keep walking and just dragged raccoon.
2: Yeah, lucky he didn't have curlers.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Dilemmas, problems, issues. Which way to go? What to do? You be the judge with Robin Joss. Mornings on Kixie
2: 96.5. If you have a moral or ethical dilemma, Kixie listeners will help you solve it.
3: Right now it's a case of the uncracked time capsule. Claire from Ocean Beach, what's the situation?
4: Hey guys, one of my very best friends from eighth grade, she gave me this time capsule. You know, just to safe keep for like 30 years. I actually forgot about about the thing until I found it while cleaning out my garage. And by the way, I'm really trying to, you know, get my life together, throwing away old things, getting organized. You know, it's very important to me right now. Anyway, we were supposed to open this time capsule together but of course 30 years have gone by and we're not really close anymore you know i tried to track her down on facebook so now it's like what am i supposed to do with this time capsule and i really want to open it and it's just
2: like should i or should i wait to see if we ever meet again so i don't know so to open the time capsule or not open the time capsule
3: open that time capsule I mean it has been 30 years God only knows what is in there open it if there's something interesting whatever keep that throw the rest away if you have to I mean Lord I I cannot stand hanging on to old janky things open that thing up and then be done with it that
2: is blasphemy now I want you to fully comprehend what I'm going to tell you right now but I want you to deeply understand this deeply these Uh are irreplaceable moments in time they're personal memorabilia emotional artifacts on a plane rarely visited, a spiritual journey, if you will, do not open it it's not yours to open up right now.
3: All the more reason to open it, those things you've just listed. All the more reason. Oh, even you have, you have enforced my case. Yes, you have.
2: Boy, you're godless, aren't you?
3: <laughs> Jeez. Here's how godless I am. If Kixie listeners say Claire from Ocean Beach should open this 30-year-old time capsule, I think she should do it right here this morning on the radio.
2: I think it'll be like that Indiana Jones movie when they open up that thing and everybody had a bunch of whirlwind smoke and they all turned to bones and burned up, I don't think you should do it. Oh my gosh. I think you're messing with Mother Nature here. Wow.
3: Alright, Claire, let's let Kixie listeners help you figure this out, alright? Okay,
2: thank you guys. You be the judge. Should Claire leave the time capsule
3: closed or open it? 888-560-9650 Kixie 96.5 Tightly
2: sealed. You be the judge with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5. Claire from Ocean Beach is holding a time capsule.
3: And you're helping her decide exactly what to do with it.
2: If you have a moral or ethical dilemma, some kind of plight, Kixie listeners can help you solve it. Claire, give us a recap. One of my very best friends from 8th grade, she gave me this time capsule. I actually
4: forgot about the thing until I found it while I in and out of my garage. We were supposed to open this time capsule together but of course 30 years have gone by and we're not really close anymore. I really want to open it and it's just like,
3: should I or should I wait to see if we ever meet again? So I don't know. To open or not to open and if you vote to open it, she'll do it right here, much to Rob's horror on Kixie 96.5. So Christina from Verona,
2: you be the judge.
4: I say open it because the thing about friendships, especially old ones, is like you just, you go different ways, but you keep the friendship alive with the memories and this is part of the way to sort of put a nice little bow on that friendship. And if the friend reaches out in the future, she I think it's perfectly reasonable for her to have opened it already and they can still share what was in it and, you know, have a nice moment of reconnecting. From Point Loma, Fiona, go ahead. Well, I don't think she should wait.
5: I think she should reach out one more time and if she still doesn't respond, then she should open it for
3: sure. Yeah, open that baby up, crack could open. Oh God, it'll be like when Geraldo opened that tomb, won't it?
2: And there was nothing there. There was nothing in it. There could be nothing in that box. (laughs) Josh, he's from Normal Heights. I've got to go with do not open. Who knows what's in there? I mean, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to do it alone because you don't know what kind of questions
4: that's going to open up in your mind. I say if you can't get a hold of them and you're supposed to do it together, just get rid of the thing or put it somewhere else until
3: they reach out, but do not open it alone. It's just going to lead to more questions. You know what? He's here. You're worried. You're afraid something's going to like a spirit's going to come out or something's going to oh, crawl out of there.
2: like opening Tut's tomb or something. You're going to have a curse if you open this. Exactly! <laughs> the verdict within the next 10 minutes.
3: And maybe the opening of the time
2: capsule. No, 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 no.
3: Yes, 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 yes. You be the judge on kixie 96.5.
6: The dilemma has been heard. The verdict given. Here it is. You be the judge. With Robin Joss on Kixie
3: 96.5. Do we have the right to open up Pandora's box here? Oh my goodness. It's just a box of stuff that needs to go. Claire is trying to clean out her life.
2: Sacrilege.
3: If you have a moral or ethical dilemma, Kixie listeners will help you solve it. The situation is this Claire from Ocean Beach has been holding onto a time capsule from an old friend, friend of hers from eighth grade for 30 years. They were supposed to open it together. But Claire cannot track this old friend down on Facebook, whatever. So she's wondering, as she tries to clear out her life, should she just open this time capsule and get on with it? And you have spoken. Open it. Do you think she should open it right here on Kixie 96.5? I mean, I don't see
2: why not. Jimmy from Lemon Grove, what do you think? Open the thing. Let's get real.
3: And I said yes, open it. Rob, you were horrified. Definitely do not. Kixie listeners have spoken. Yes, and I'm thinking if they have voted yes, you got to open that time capsule. What are the results, Rob?
2: Eighty-five percent say yes.
3: Yes! Crack that open. Oh, Let's do that? this. Thing. You
2: are all evil people. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let's do it right here on Kixy. Right. All right, Clara, uh, okay. how do you feel about opening it? Um, to be completely honest, I'm a little anxious. <laughs> is this like a shoe box? It's a box, but
4: it's wooden, and it kind of looks majestic.
3: Wow. Okay, what you got? Okay, wow. Oh,
4: of <laughs> is a Nirvana cassette. Ooh. <laughs> and, wow. Well, no cassettes in here. So it's just a plastic box with the sleeve. With the baby on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the baby on it. And then, oh my gosh, this is very mean girlish. This is a letter um, about a girl named Janelle that I used to know. Oh <laughs> god. It says, Janelle is so classless and stupid. Oh my.
2: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> she's not
4: listening right now, huh? Janelle
3: is classless <laughs> and stupid.
4: Wow. Okay. And then, um, oh my gosh, there's a school newspaper with the front page is like an epic school food fight. I think my friend actually was like the mastermind behind the behind food fight. And we have some extremely stale juicy fruit gum. Woo! Juicy that's, that's fruit.
3: Stuff. I think this takes the cake. I don't, do you guys remember the, the hyper color t-shirt? Yes, they were the t-shirts that changed colors mm, with yes. your body heat. So underneath your armpits, it would be a different color than the rest of the shirt. It's probably not going to work anymore.
2: Right. And it's not even a full shirt. It's like a piece of the shirt. So <laughs> we hope you enjoy all of your treasures. <laughs>
4: oh, I'm happy I opened this.
3: To be honest, I'm so happy I opened this. It's crazy. Claire, you enjoy your time capsule and whatever you're going to do with all of these pieces of it. And thank you for joining us for You Be the Judge. Thank you, guys. I'll really help you. <laughs> and don't
2: be classless and stupid.
3: Yeah, above right. all. <laughs> (laughs)
6: Join us next week for another dilemma, problem, or issue. You be the judge with Robin Joss on Kixie 96.5.
2: So what if you bought a business and then everybody quit? Ain't that kind of happening right now with Elon Musk battering down the Twitter door and setting the whole place afire?
3: I have no idea what he thought would happen. I truly think some employers are like, it should be an honor for you to work for my company.
2: Usually you don't go full blast. No, you, you kind do of not. Stick your toes in the water and look around and see what's happening first. When I became a program director of a radio station for the first time, I was 29 years old. We had this morning guy who was very morning guy Oh, as, no, not one of those. Yeah. And uh, he brought his own personal chair in to sit down and do his radio show. And I said, well, you know what? I'm the boss. I think we should all be using the same chair. Mm-hmm. So I went in and I threw his chair into the river. Oh,
3: Rob, the That was one of the biggest
2: mistakes in my career. I feel so bad about that now. It was a stupid move. But this is what Elon Musk is doing.
3: He's throwing everybody's chair into the river. He is, too and you know we're referring of course to the email that was sent out the other day basically saying are you in or out either you're going to go hardcore or are you out it wasn't that childish too we had little boxes at the bottom
2: saying check yes check, or yes check or no, no. <laughs> it's like you're in elementary school and you're asking the girl do you like me check yes or no
3: and now i mean so many people have left and people in key positions and i mean there's rumors about people who are running the security for the buildings are gone i said to rob over dinner last night i said <laughs> Said they're doing these three month several severance checks. What if the people who do payroll left too? <laughs> like,
2: That's the capper.
3: So Twitter watch twenty twenty two is on as we all sort of watch the platform to see if it's even gonna survive the weekend because of the amount of engineers and security people that have hightailed it out of there. Maybe
2: these guys can all get a job at Ticketron now and sell Taylor Swift tickets.
3: Ticketron. Is that what it's called? Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster. (laughs) (laughs) Ticketron's like from 1985. (laughs) When are you buying Def Leppard tickets? (laughs)
2: Come on, most people have one. Maybe it's needlepoint or stamp collecting or origami. You've got that one hobby that's is pretty cool?
3: As somebody with zero hobbies, I've decided to jump in. I've decided to dive in and start my dream hobby. Your dream
2: hobby, mind you.
3: Okay. <laughs> We're Robin Joss here on Kixie. Okay, Producer Sparkles is with us and she's known us for a while now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, You know, like dollhouses and stuff. Okay. People like to make dollhouses and fill the rooms with little tiny things. Uh That's basically what I want to do.
0: Why? (laughs) 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 So you're just going to have like a dollhouse in your house with little figurines and little chairs and tables and people. God,
3: when you put it that way, it seems
0: (laughs) creepy.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So I decided to start small.
0: (laughs) Well, of course. I mean, literally, well,
3: literally. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, I guess so. <laughs> okay. Now, Sparkles, doesn't this have disaster written all over it? Yes. Now, you know my wife, Jocelyn. She has no patience for anything, Mm-mm. and she wants to put together like a miniature museum piece together Mm-mm. with all the patience in the world, and it's just not going to happen. I see steam coming out from her ears. Same here. I feel her getting yeah. frustrated That's just right. at anything that she said. I'm envisioning things kicked over.
3: <laughs> well, I believe bought from Amazon one little room, and it's a little Christmas room, and you put in the Christmas tree, and a little couch, and little tiny gifts, and it's on our um, Instagram right now on Reels. We are Rob and Joss, R-O-B-A-N-D-J-O-S-S, and you can see it's got like 7,000 pieces, and there's like light electrical work. Oh my God.
2: You know what? When you try to assemble this, I'm going to put a big mallet next to it, because eventually you're going to smash that. (laughs)
3: I know. (laughs) I know. So, you know, maybe I've gotten into too deep. If you've ever gotten in too deep
0: with a hobby... Tell us about it. Sparkles, do you have something? I do. I went through a uh, fixer-upper phase. Oh. So I like... I remember this phase. I like going through to like garage sales and stuff and checking out like, you know, someone else's trash is someone else's treasure. And so I would bring stuff home like, oh, I could fix this. Oh, sparkles. I'll just paint it. I'll just, you know, fix this and blah, blah, blah. My brother hates me because we had to call someone to come get all the junk that I brought. Ah! Because I never got to those things, because I'm busy. And... Was, it, was that you on the TV show Hoarders? No!
3: I know that's what I'm thinking. Triple eight five six zero ninety six five zero. You can join us if you've ever gotten in over your head with a hobby. Because I mightn't be in deep trouble with my um dream hobby here. So,
2: you got a hobby, you picked out a hobby, but it's not going as you planned. Everything is more difficult than you thought. Things are going south. Kixie 96.5.
3: We're Robin Joss. My dream hobby for years has been to make miniatures, like little dollhouses, little rooms. So I got a miniature kit, and it's got a million different pieces. You even have to put together a music box. Can you imagine?
2: This has disaster written all My over God, it.
3: What have I done? 888-560-9650, Your hobby that went south. Well,
4: yeah, I was I was trying to get into um, salsa dancing, and yeah, um, <laughs> and so went to sign up for the class. I thought I did everything right, but the first intro class that I thought was an intro class actually was like third or fourth tier intermediate. And so, yeah, my first day in that class, they were like all full throttle. I'm still tr- just trying to keep up. They were in it, so I, I had no chance to catch up.
2: No, they, you had to jump in the pool right away. huh? Yeah, yeah. I
6: was, I was all, all to the deep, deep end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me. It's, it sounds like a dream. Like God, I had this dream. I was in this dance class, but everybody was like way more advanced than I was. At least they I weren't was. clothes, right? <laughs> right
2: at least they weren't naked. Yeah, right. this <laughs> <is> naked <laughs> dance <laughs> class. Naked salsa <laughs> dance classes. Intermediate. <laughs> Intermediate. <laughs> So, you thought it was a bright idea, did you? Maybe picking up a new hobby. Kixi 96.5.
3: And it kind of like went south. You got in over your head. Rob, Did have you ever done that?
2: No, I've always succeeded in everything I've done. That's
3: because you don't have any hobbies. I no, don't even I know do. what you do. I
2: play trumpet. Oh, yeah. You know, I work out. Okay. Um, I work with radioactive isotopes oh there is
3: that yeah, yeah there's that the glow looks mm-hmm. good uh 888 9650 your hobby that went south i mentioned offhandedly to my boyfriend that
5: i liked calligraphy and he told his dad who i hadn't even met yet and for it must have been it must have been my birthday his dad sent me a whole calligraphy set and i was like oh yeah i'm definitely gonna use this and then of course it's just like in the corner, in my closet. It's just, it's sitting there collecting
4: dust. I'm so embarrassed to say.
5: So
3: if if his dad is like, oh, hey, I got you that calligraphy set. How are you doing? Do you send him like fake, like someone else's calligraphy cards at Christmas time and stuff? Oh my stuff? gosh. I wasn't going to, but now that you say that. <laughs> I might just have
2: to. <laughs> You're causing family problems, Jocelyn. <laughs> she has no time and she has no patience.
3: This is a was a wonderful idea for me to spend. But... See, you can't even talk about <laughs> it, man. Can't even talk about it. She's picked out this hobby. It's going to be really, really. <sighs> Ugh, Producer Sparkles just used the word tedious Yes I spent like $30 on this miniature kit from Amazon To put together this like little room It's like a Christmas room Think about like a dollhouse I'm getting into this during the holiday season I have no time I have no patience I have no idea why I did this to myself 888 Maybe you've done the same thing You thought diving into a hobby would be a good idea And it turned out to be a bad idea I decided that I could be a gardener, <laughs> and so I decided that I could grow beautiful plants, and uh, I, c- I could not. <laughs> <laughs> Lou, which hobby went south for you? I
4: started trying to put together a book on, on symbols, on, 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 the, on the history of symbols. You know, symbols, symbolism, visual images, what oh things yeah. mean across everything. And then that whole entire went off into a completely absolute wormhole with everything on the internet. You know, you get all of these completely different, conflicting opinions. You don't want to say something that's going to offend anybody. You, don't, you know, it, it became too, way too. Touchy of a of a, a passion project for, for something to ever kind of come out of it, you know. Jocelyn thought
2: you were a drummer.
3: I thought it was drum cymbals. <laughs> you can see. I did too. I did I did I was like, what could possibly be compelling about a book about drum cymbals? Uh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and now for our outtakes. So, Producer Sparkles, you go today for the very first time. I'm
4: so I'm excited. so excited. <laughs> <laughs> you stoops. <laughs> we have things to get done.
2: It is possible you may listen
3: live. Kixie96.5. What you can do on your computer if you're all itchy because you're all oh. scratchy. <laughs> I'm trying to say if you're like itching for some music to get you through your work day. I'm scratching for some music. (laughs) You can do. Just go to kyxy.com. All right. Think about
2: this. Ruminate on this, if you would. Kixie 96.5 Mornings with Rob and Joss. Las Vegas. You can qualify to go to Las Vegas to see the Jonas Brothers.
3: Yes, you can. You're very talented. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. Nope. Las Vegas, the Jonas Brothers, and um. Okay, you'll be going to Dolby Live at Park. What?
2: <laughs> this is the real Robin Joss. We can't speak.
3: Uh, I just said, "Robo, I can handle this. I'm very talented." <laughs> Obviously, that's true. Okay.
2: Thanks so much for listening this week to this episode of Rob is Fantastic On Demand.
3: Listen to this.
2: Okay, Rob and Joss On Demand.
3: That's us. Feel free to subscribe. (laughs) You'll get alerts for new episodes and it will help our self-esteem. And also, you can hear us if you liked this. You can hear us on kixie 96.5 in San Diego and also at
1: KYXY.com. Hopefully, we'll talk to you next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's In Your Podcast queue.